هاي ذا سيفن انجينير بودكاست ناو مي عبد الرحمن عاطف ان دكتور غانم كشواني وي ار دوينغ ذا سيفن انجينير بودكاست ذات وي كان توك اباوت ذا بينيفيت اباوت ذا سيفن انجينير اند ذا فايف وي كان فايف ذا سيفن انجينير وي كان دو ذا بيست وي كان دو اند اي هوب يو كان لايك ات ثانك يو ليديز اند جنتلمان ان ذا سبوت وي كان سبيك دكتور مياك ميشرا He finished his bachelor in India, then he went to the state to finish his master in Buffalo University, then he went to Italy to finish another master in Italy, another PhD. Actually, I can't say the university name because it sounds so mouthy for me. I'm going to put his LinkedIn, his LinkedIn profile, you can go and check him. During his PhD time, he had a lot of suffer. And he had a lot of trigger. We understand, we understand that because I finished a master's degree, me too. So I understand how hard and how difficult it is. That, bit, that book, it's called A Theory of a PhD Student, To Be or Not To Be. It's like a non-technical book and it's counsel and guided people what to do during their PhD life. Actually, many. I wish I have this book. So I can took it in my mom, my master degree. Please go and listen to the episode. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Mayang, good morning. How are you? I hope you are doing great. Can you introduce us more, more about yourself? Yes. Uh, yes, sure. Like uh, I, uh, I did my B.Tech in civil engineering and my uh, B.Tech was from India only. There are uh, Indian Institute of Technology. So I did from uh, one of these Indian institutes and these are uh, one of the best here. And then uh, after my bachelor's, I wanted to study more. So I went for my MS and I did my MS from University of Buffalo, SUNY Buffalo. And my MS was in structural and earthquake engineering. And then uh, because uh, that time I was doing, it was 2009 to 10 I did. So around one and a half to two years I spent in US. And I was in a very cold part in uh, Buffalo. And then after MS, uh, I thought, okay, let's uh, come back to India and uh, do some, uh, like, uh, stay close to parents and uh, do a job there. And then I, I, I started uh, working in some universities, but then I was like, I was teaching. But then I realized that uh, if I want a teaching career, so I should have a PhD. So I was like, okay, uh, let's let's try. So I was uh, lucky to get a fellowship in Italy. And uh, I had no idea about that place, like uh, the language and uh, so many things are there, like uh, which are different. Then I uh, uh, carried out my PhD. And uh, as I told you that my PhD was on soil structure interaction. And uh, I will explain uh, what problem I had. And uh, once I was done with my PhD, so that is all in the book that uh, in the novel, I have uh, I have written from year one, two, three and the and the final afterthoughts and then uh, after uh, i came back then i uh, started working in uh, india as an uh, assistant professor in civil engineering so now i like do uh, like uh, research and teaching both related to civil engineering and uh, that's it uh, about me and currently i am teaching here so, so dr mayank i mean um, you have very interesting you know background you know you have been in europe and usa and um, uh, I can see that uh, the scholar spirit in you and um, 
your book, you know, many people, when they start publishing, they go technical. But uh, I mean, your book is about the day of the PhD. And, uh, you know, I remember while I was doing um, uh, my graduate study that there is something called uh, PhD comics. And many people, they start asking, is it worth it? Is not. And uh, I think uh, we don't have that much book that tackle this point. So in, pre- in brief, if you can tell us the reason, the motivation, the background of of publishing this book, and if you can just give a, a brief about for the audience about this book and what you are looking for, what kind of message you are trying to deliver from it. Yeah, sure, sure. Because uh, uh, during my PhD, uh, I was reading so much, so many books about PhD. So all these books are about, like, as we know that how to do the literature review, how to find the papers, uh, how to carry out your problems, how to do the time management. But there was no book which uh, talks about the journey of a PhD student because as a PhD student, uh, I was in civil engineering and uh, I, I don't know like what to do. I was uh, one year just wasting my time finding out uh, about the city. Like I, I didn't know uh, what was my area of research. I was uh, adjusting to new culture. So that was the uh, year one. Uh, if uh, I would have known that, like, uh, what exactly is PhD, what exactly is a research problem, then how it is decided. I was just uh, t- talking to people in the lab, then trying to f- figure out with my advisors. Then uh, this, then second year, uh, like, uh, I have chapters. So second year was okay. Uh, I got a project. Then, then my uh, advisor came to me and said that okay, Mayank, you have this project, and it's a mix of geotechnical and structural engineering and then and you know like when you are a phd student it is not only about the research there are uh, other problems for example you are uh, living far from home there are language problems the the parents are forcing you to marry so i mean you have to deal with so many problems and and many phd students like they, uh, they cannot deal with this kind of problem they are like they are in so much stress so it it affects them a lot. So I thought, okay, let's uh, represent the, uh, those students and uh, and try to explain that uh, what kind of problems uh, like one has to face during the PhD. Then uh, uh, third year is like it is like only thesis writing. So all the things you have to like about the time management, how how you are planning your whole day. So all these things uh, I talk about in the third year, and then and then uh, all these milestones which are in a life of every student, every PhD student. For example, thesis uh, submission. Then we have the anxiety, okay, uh, 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 will the external examiner be okay or will it give the correction? So we are like always so much scared and we are like so much dependent on uh, others. And uh, even uh, even uh, I was there and I didn't spoke the local language there. So I was having some another kind of problems. And then uh, I was always thinking like, okay, my advisors are like, they always have my back, but uh, like they were always translating in Italian to English to me. But so uh, with this additional problem and then uh, with the evolution and then uh, evolution uh, happened and then suddenly it is like, okay, yeah, you have received the PhD. And then uh, it's like, okay, uh, at least uh, our three, four years of uh, of, uh, working has uh, has the uh, success so all these things i i talk about that how to manage the stress and uh, this novel for 3 months uh, it, it was uh, number 1 in counseling 
so it is to counsel all the students who who are just like me who don't know what is phd everyone that uh, everyone can uh, search online and find a video the video online resource on how to do the literature review but no one uh, there is no book uh, which talks about the journey that uh, what exactly you 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 have to go through uh, what is the fellowship uh, what is the uh, relationship with your advisors so all these thing like motivated me to write a phd uh, this uh, novel about phd and i uh, wrote it in a non technical way so that it is not only about the students but any general audience and apart from the phd i also wrote about my travels also like i was traveling one uh, one night i was uh, in uh, venice then uh, after two days i am again uh, monday working on my thesis so i am in the lab so how i was uh, managing all these things so it is it is all about the journey and 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 i am sure that uh, uh, everyone's phd is special and uh, everyone has a has a interesting story to tell you know it is really nice you know i i like the the idea that it is not technical book you know as you mentioned many people publish a book about how to write literature review methodology um but you covered from all the aspect the pressure the family pressure and here i out of maybe i need your uh, uh, your opinion about that especially in the middle east you know you, you know better than anybody that uh, we have a pressure you mentioned that uh, pe- people they sometimes they ask why the bother to do uh, the phd you need to get married you start your career and i think it's very unique book you know and it, it tackles uh, many um, barriers that if somebody want to be an academic i mean out of any thought from your side about this area i've been i've, I've been but in the master level i've been in that stress i was working and and doing, i was working first of all i i, I really congratulate you for publishing the book that no one talk about the journey especially because i'm in the master I'm master. I was I'm blank to go to the PhD, but I hold it back because of many issues like pressure. Like for example, we are in the Middle East. We are like similar like what what happened in India. Like where your parents are, you know, in the Middle East when you have to make us proud to get married, and this all nonsense. And also like when the when we have we were studying and we thought because I was in the master, I was studying and working same time, so it was pressure. I understand how pressure it is, and no one was showing me any route. Like even I understand what you do when you're a thesis. So I understand you. I get it. When I do the thesis and you have an anxiety of the thesis, trust me, I review the thesis in the last day because we have to submit it online. The last day I used to review it th- times and times and times, whether I did it good, whether it was enough, what was it, what was good, what was bad. But thank God I've I already moved from that. But this is a good way. Like when you have to really explain people to have to go to the PhD and how to do it for non-technical because this is not only can be for engineer, even for non-engineers, for any people who want to move, not only the math PhD, even master, any graduate course, especially, look, when you, after you undergrad, after undergraduate, after you get the degree, either you, either you pay by scholarship, you get my, your master PhD by scholarship, or you're going to pay at least partially for it. And this one, and especially you, when you go back, come back to the office after five or six years to study, that is really hard. And there is no concern. People will be yet, ah, why the bother? I already worked six years. I, I have no passion more to work about PhD or work about the master. So really, really that book at least can be a counselor, at least a guidance, a guiding system. Because I feel what it means like to go up like after six years from like from experience, from getting from getting your passion or after six years to go to start the master again after six work of experience and you start going 
like almost you don't know anything and you don't know how to pursue your graduate study, whether it's master or PhD. And it's really tough. It's not like people will tell you, come back and it will be easy. No, it's pretty tough. I love what you did, Mr. Mayank. Right, right. And uh, like uh, also because uh, you know that uh, uh, like uh, I was doing PhD, uh, I was not working. So suddenly uh, I have only stipend. So uh, I was not having a salary. Some people think that I am having salary, but there is a difference. I was having stipend. So uh, it was, uh, it is, uh, it is like, uh, like this. It is just enough to cover your living expense and occasional travels and the feeding expense. And your uh, and your friends are getting promotion. They are getting married. They they are buying cars, houses, and you are still like, what is your designation? A PhD student. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Like it is like so many, so much stress is there. And uh, and then uh, if you know that your project is going in the wrong direction, you are not figuring out anything. You are not publishing any papers. And then like uh, in my case, uh, uh, I was not able to publish a single journal paper during my PhD, although I published after PhD so many papers, but during my PhD, because I had to finish the project and then uh, my advisor was really helpful. He's, he told me that because it depends on the country, for example, uh, Europe, Italy, actually, you need only a PhD thesis or an MTech thesis for your degree. You don't need any publications. So I was lucky. So at least I just submitted my thesis and got the degree. But uh, many people are not so lucky. For example, as uh, you are in US, US, you need publications. And I have seen in India also people need at least two publications and they are six years, seven years in PhD. And uh, uh, I uh, told in uh, like wrote in the book that you start like when you start your PhD, you are a, you are a different person. You, you might be very like funny, very joyful. And once your PhD is done, you turn out to be a serious person. So, I mean, all these things are there. You are absolutely right. Mayank, at least, you know, in some university, I remember that, uh, and our university was one of them, that you need not only to publish a paper, it should be Scopus Q1, Scopus Q2. I mean, they have also a certain requirement that they don't accept any paper, even if it's Q2. So, you know, it, it, it creates a lot of pressure. And this is usually my advice. And Atafi can comment about uh, about that, that you need to have a really good uh, connection with the different editors in different uh, journals so that they can accelerate, you know, that to get accepted, it needs six months. And after the first review, then you need to edit it, then you send it back. So and as you said, in, in PhD, you want to finish as soon as possible because the pressure itself by itself, it is huge. So and especially before, and when you go to your vibe or your final defense, once you publish, it support you before the in front of the committee uh, yes yeah, because uh, like uh, i was a foreign student and when uh, when i was there and i saw my colleagues so uh, there were many colleagues uh, actually uh, almost everyone was italian and uh, uh, many people were uh, had their mtech thesis with the same advisor so they pretty much knew that uh, how to progress the work and they they even start uh, writing some publications during their mtech and and i saw that they have like some uh, so many publications and at least i was i was having only one conference publication so even uh, i thought like i am in such an uh, precarious situation uh, right now like one one uh, publication even conference and the uh, other were having that scopus q1 q2 and but still uh, my advisors uh, knew that uh, the work 
which i have done is practical and it is related to safety of tunnels in landslide and in uh, europe and in uh, western countries if uh, if anything happens if the trains collide or or anything happens then it is very serious so they knew that uh, uh, i have done something uh, serious work so the, they were able to accept it and uh, i also was uh, rated also as uh, excellent in the defense so that is also like booster for me that i got excellent even with with one conference paper and agree with ghanem first about the proof edit, about the editing and the journal editing where i published only one paper and it was really a hell like ask if ask dr ghanem how we were hell like we were trying it because some editing and some standardizing and some issue and i agree with you like especially for the thesis if you don't like if you go into a new country you're in a new country and most of these students know already the doctor the professor before so already they published the paper and they know what to do because i i've been in that situation before where you don't know what to do and the professor was against you and in my situation the professor was against my topic at the, from the beginning so it was really tough so really i really i give you salute for that so now my sixth question about uh, i know you give i know you give in the topic now here lot of question lot of a uh, lot of feedback what to do for for, for a student who want to go for graduate student whether it is master or phd but what you can give them briefly about the, whether he's a full time student or he's a part time student uh, like uh, i can give the advice yeah, is that like first advice is that because uh, is to decide that what uh, what area you you are you want to do masters or phd in because many times uh, we just enroll in a in a very broad area that we we, do, we don't know what exactly is the specialization for example in civil engineering there are some topics for example uh, bridge information modeling so if you do a masters in this area urban planning and design so you get a job very easily but if you do something uh, which is not so much popular i won't tell you that the topic because i have respect for all the topics then it is difficult for you so uh, my advice for the those who want to do ms or phd is to first please uh, decide that uh, uh, what is the area for example ms in earthquake and structural ms in urban planning ms in like the uh, the area first you decide and then you see the faculty which is working in the area and what is the job scenario and how and uh, one more thing that sh- that should be is is the which university to choose because for example us there are public universities and there are private universities so public universities almost have the half fees as private universities so because uh, there are many students who are not so much rich so they, they will take a loan from the banks uh, as we do in india so for, for them public university might be better as you will have almost ha- uh, half the amount for, for, for the loan and those who are doing part time it is okay i mean uh, <coughs> they can manage it and uh, so, uh, now and then uh, they, they have the job but uh, my just advice is to be consistent do not like uh, at least spend the weekends on studying do not just uh, carry on with your job so it is just to be consistent and be uh, regular in their studies do not neglect your job or do not neglect your studies so that is my adv- advice for full time and the part time students oh my god do remind me when the time between my master degree because to be honest i was a part time student where i was studying and working 
it was really a hell. Like you work in eight hours, then you go construction, especially I am on the construction sector. You do all the night shift concrete and you have the next day morning an exam. It was really a hell. So and really even you don't have time to study. Even if you don't have to practice that you practice or you do sort of thesis. So moving on, now we're gonna go from the PhD part to the geotechnical part and technical part. Because me and Ghan, we have published, I think a couple of us back, opposite about geotechnical. Why you choose a geotechnical thesis or geotechnical topic? Uh, actually, uh, my major was structural. Then, uh, okay, uh, it's an interesting story that how I ended up in this project. Uh, my uh, uh, advisor was there, so he was telling me always that uh, since I joined here, he was telling me that you are a structural engineer, but you sit in a geotechnical department because uh, the offices were empty there. Then, uh, he, uh, then he he, he starts saying that like maybe joking that uh, we will choose a problem which is which is both half structural and half uh, geotechnical. And then uh, one year uh, he, uh, he he tried to show me some labs. And he, he asked me to do some experiments, maybe club with some student. But uh, I said, no, I, uh, the, the, this I don't want to do. I want to do something which, which is a mix of both, but more on the structural part. Then uh, suddenly, uh, then after one year, because uh, uh, in Italy, every year you have to give your uh, like uh, updates that what is your progress, progress report in front of panel. And if you fail to impress the panel, then you are like out of PhD. So after the end of one year, uh, I gave the progress report and everyone was presenting very good. And I had like nothing to show, only to show that, okay, I have done these courses. I have gone to these seminars. I have done an Italian language course. That's it. Then uh, December, I went home and uh, I came back in January. Then uh, suddenly uh, uh, he uh, came to me. He said, Mayank, we have a, you are lucky we have a very good project with the Italian railways. And uh, there, is a, uh, there is a railway tunnel, uh, uh, which is uh, having the damage due to landslide. And uh, they want someone who is expert in structures and geotechnical. I said that uh, I am expert in structural for sure, but uh, geotechnical, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I have knowledge that uh, soil, because uh, uh, I knew that, okay, so, uh, with soil, uh, you can put as a springs since uh, you are a civil engineer. So, very simple uh, model of soil is like a spring. So I said, okay. Uh, uh, then he said, like, okay, no, we, we will help you with this. And then uh, it is how I uh, ended, ended up in this topic. So the, this was not my choice, or but this was an interesting topic. And it was a case study because uh, I always uh, wanted to do and uh, others also. They should solve a problem which is uh, related to site. Not only, okay, uh, I have to do the PhD, so I will take any uh, random problem, uh, which is not so much popular, but it is just that I want my degree. That is why I ended up in solving this uh, geotechnical problem related to uh, tunnel landslide interaction. In, of course, uh, that you have said also the uh, clay soils. So it was a clay soil. So like you mean that you just have your, because you have no hours of shoes and you don't know what to shoot. So you show geotechnical. What I mean that to be in, in brief. That's what I mean in brief. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, it was half geotechnical and uh, that soil is ge geotechnical and the tunnel is a structure. So you can say that half half I chose. Uh, I believe the professor wants to push you to, to, to geotechnical so he can take up a pork and continue to do work after him. He published a paper maybe after that. This is what I believe. Yes, yeah. 
but uh, do you think like that that sees about geotechnical that that topic will kind of benefit the public or get get more implication in the future or no? Uh, uh yes, because uh, in many countries you have seen that uh, tunnels are in the zones of uh, unstable soils. Then uh, in that countries. Uh, this uh, research might help for example let me give you one example when we construct the floor then uh, a tiles uh, instead of putting a one one big tile let us say f- f- four meter by four meter we we generally put uh, put in blocks of let's say half meter by half meter so instead of make so uh, so that if there is a damage to w- w- one tile that can remove and the other tiles are okay so same thing with the tunnels so uh, uh, what we found from our analysis was that instead of constructing the t- t- tunnel uh, uh, at once for example 200 meter block uh, it is b- better to construct in uh, 25 meter uh, eight pieces let us say so that if uh, one side is moving more then it could simply be realigned otherwise your whole tunnel will be dragged and uh, this was the one of the most important observation of the study and uh, based on that we have carried out the non destructive test and and right now like as we speak uh, th- there is an optical fiber monitoring system for the tunnel which is monitoring its displacements continuously in uh, real time so if there is if there is any problem if there are displacement it, it will give you an early warning so that train can be stopped and th- and th- there is no accident so th- this might be a uh, Uh, applied for all the tunnels and i remember in india we have something called uh, anti collision device acd so uh, before in india and in in, in many countries also uh, there used to have so many accidents like there are two trains are just colliding head on but when this uh, anti collision de- device was installed and uh, it works on the gps for example if the two, uh, two trains are coming head on so it will give a warning signal so you see that even a simple device like acd help uh, help uh, civil engineers uh, to save so many lives so uh, uh, similar thing but on a small scale can be done and uh, replicated for the tunnels which are already in the unstable soil so uh, i think in that way this uh, study might benefit them uh, a lot actually that's fantastic really because that's that i have implication even like even like not only in, like it will be in italy even in other country in the world but i have one more question like i don't know like like you go the maganem go to the phd and you go to the phd to the phd process so do you recommend student to go phd to go continue or just go to continue to only go to the career fairs where you have to work and get experience and that's it I first I will ask you Dr. Manex and I want to know what is Dr. Ghanem opinion about that. Okay so uh, thank you and uh, my uh, opinion is that uh, see uh, uh, my uh, advisor also once once told me that uh, like uh, uh, she saw me uh, the, the head of department that PhD is not everyone's cup of tea because uh, you need so much motivation and like Uh, if someone is really interested in uh, research then i would recommend for phd but uh, just for the uh, title of doctor many times it is not worth it because uh, we will lose so many years uh, in those years uh, we will be so much 
like uh, practically experienced in in any company so it it, it depends on you like if you re- really have a uh, passion about research you like teaching you want some independent job there are uh, pros about uh, the, the, there are some uh, plus points about phd that uh, after phd uh, you are more or less independent you don't have any fixed hours that the, uh, you uh, like there are some but with company uh, it is a different thing so but it is not like okay uh, uh, i just wanted to do phd it is that uh, uh, any person who is there he, he should just uh, weigh the benefits like what is his age is it uh, does he really want it uh, want an uh, job in uh, academic or or he is comfortable with the company so what kind many people uh, do the phd just to Uh, settling in a different country so it it depends like uh, what you want like uh, there is no it, it depends on person to person so it, it can be like case by case basis uh, it can be there yeah I, i totally agree with you i mean you mentioned a really good point that it is about how you love your research so you know mean out of you know uh, we have been talking about that uh, since um, since ever you know while we are doing uh, our uh, our master together and um, you mentioned that you did your uh, research after the PG publication and this indicates that you, you do like research and me either I, I kept publishing even after my PG actually I'm working in academia right now you work in academia so it is all about the passion as you mentioned it and you have this something called acad- academic freedom that <laughs> you like uh, you can work whenever you want you can write your paper whenever you want And there's bronze and cons. I mean, as you said, there is no right or wrong, but you know, it's this PhD, it's a license. I never care about the title doctor. Um, you know, it's just for me, a passion of being a researcher. You know, I, I like to define myself a researcher more than engineer. So before we wrap up our episode, um, uh, uh, doctor, that um, we have just a small request here in our show that if you can have a signed book for us on uh, our uh, podcast show, And that will be a privilege and I will be very honored to have it. Okay, okay. Uh, like, uh, I have to post it from here or uh, what? Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know how to do that. Okay, yeah. okay. sure, sure, sure. Uh, like, uh, I have uh, many author copies with me. So it is okay. Thank you, Dr. Mayak, to, to be in our podcast today and to be the guest in our podcast. And any final thoughts from you, Dr. Mayank? Uh, my... final thoughts are i mean i uh, just uh, i appreciate that uh, this channel actually is is only for civil engineering and uh, it will uh, help the young civil engineers to make a decision that uh, like on on different topics of research what is going on and just to uh, update like uh, maybe uh, uh, my my thought is that you please uh, try to include more content so that they are more updated on uh, what is going on since uh, you are actually working at site because what kind of problems we have at site and and the uh, gahim i think is is more in research so he is like more research oriented so it, it's a good combination that uh, both of you can uh, touch on this uh, civil engineering aspect and and thank you uh, very much for inviting me and i uh, really enjoyed your your uh, session thank you really appreciate uh, dr mayank actually this is what the pur- one of the purpose of the opening a podcast to raise awareness of civil engineer from um, academic and industrial part not only for also not only for also this top side topic other topic like startup entrepreneurship new tech like even mental health and career and counseling now we have like a concept episode we are proud that we have to 
someone speak about counseling. We actually, we never have someone to speak about counseling. It's the first time. And many other topics, not uh, that's the normal topic, like, you know, normal topic about like chair moment diagram or how to do like, you know, some test. We have to, we have to <laughs> right, speak about right. different topics. Thank you. I'm wishing you the best and take care. It was a great episode with Dr. Mayang. I like what he said about it, about the PhD. It's not everyone cup. For example, me, I don't love to take PhD because you know why? After I finished my master and I saw how hard it's a thesis, I said, nah, I'm not a master. I'm not a research man. But whether you want to take a master or a PhD, it's up to you. It's your decision, your choice, evaluate it. Whether you love to continue, for example, improve your career or whether you want to you be in in the research sector, it's up to you. I also am going to add one section or I'm going to add one episode from Anthony Fasano, the Civil Engineer Podcast, about taking whether you can pursue with your career or can use your master degree. And guys, making a review for us, it will help us a lot for seeing us and for evaluate us and see how we are doing. Thank you and wishing you the best guy. Take care. Bye. To wrap it up this episode, hopefully you're going to like it. I wish you the most for work and good luck and see you another episode. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. You guys have a good day and good night. Thank you. Good night.